What's going on, family? Pastor Sergio Chavez reporting live and direct to you and yours. And listen, I wanted to take a moment to thank you for tuning in to the Hope Huddle Podcast, your place for inspiration, hope, and empowerment. Can you imagine if you went to uh, Nationals Park? Do I have any baseball fans in the house? Any baseball? Ooh, okay, two. All right, I'm from I'm from Nicaragua. You know that's our national sport. So, where are you guys from? You guys are from Salvador, Guatemala, where where else? Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, uh, D.C., <laughs> Maryland, Virginia. Uh, I love baseball. And uh, imagine if you were to go to Nationals Park, which is the home of the of of, of the Nats, and um, you were at a game, and then all of a sudden, they said, listen, we have a ridiculous, crazy grand prize for any random person in the stadium. We will give you a bat if you can hit a home run. Watch this. But here's the catch. The person that's going to be pitching is a Cy Young Award winner. For those that are not familiar with baseball, the Cy Young Award is awarded to the best pitchers in the league, to both leagues, the National and American League. They give, they award the best pitchers, the greatest pitchers, the Cy Young Award. So they say, we'll give you a bat, and if you're able to hit a home run against the Cy Young Award winning pitcher, you will get this crazy, whatever, whatever prize you can imagine in your head. They said, and, here, and here's the beautiful thing about it. You can swing as many times as you like. But then you hear that they're announcing it all throughout the city. So then thousands of people start surrounding the stadium because everybody wants a shot to bat and see if they can hit a home run. Most people, when they hear that announcement over the radio, over social media, they wouldn't even show up. They say, a Cy Young award-winning pitcher, there's no way that's going to happen. There may be some that get the bat and they'll take one swing, right? But there's hundreds of people, if not thousands of people waiting to get their chance at bat. And so they, you know, they begin to say, all right, you got your swing in, man. Whoever's next, let's go, let's go, let's go. But can you imagine a person grabbing that bat? and swinging it for hours. Because there's no limit to the many chances that you can get to swing. Can you imagine a person one hour swinging? Two hours, imagine if you were in line, what would you start doing if somebody said, one hour you're waiting? Two hours you're waiting, boo, get out of here! Get out, we need, get out, we need, we need the next person. You're a jerk, you, you, you're holding all of us up. Thousands of people waiting. But can you imagine three, four hours swinging, five hours swinging, six hours, and then at the six hours, somebody actually hits the home run. Can you imagine that? Not a professional ball player, not somebody who's trained, but somebody that was consistent. See, a lot of times when we look at people, that accomplish great things in life, whether it's athletes, whether it's uh, people in ministry, whether it's uh, people in the education realm, whether it's people in entertainment, whatever field, whenever you see people accomplishing great things at great levels, it's very easy to say that those people had an unfair advantage. They got there because their family had money. They got there because uh, uh, they're extra smart. They got there because they're extra good looking. They got there because uh, uh, they're more brilliant in that area. And while 
while these things could be true and could possibly give you advantages to be more intelligent, to be more creative, to be more gifted in a certain area, can I tell you that there is a key ingredient to success that people often overlook, that people actually lessen the quality or the value of, and that one thing is consistency. Because can I tell you, if you look at the world today, there are people that are half talented than you are and got millions of followers on Instagram and you're looking at them like, how in the world are they doing what I want to do? They don't have near the talent that I have. Oh, y'all never done that? Okay, only me. I'm watching TV, I'm like, this person got a TV show? This person got millions of followers on Instagram? They doing nothing but doing these on... I said, this, this is what's getting thousands of people. <laughs> Swerving your head. And, can I tell you what it is that made the difference between those who are just talking about them and viewing them versus the people that are doing things? It's a thing called consistency. Even though they were half talented, they don't have near the intelligence that you have. They don't have near the talent and the creativity that you have, but they are consistent. They didn't listen to the noise. They didn't listen to the, when you're at bat, that person that was swinging for hours, they didn't let the noise of people telling them, you need to stop, it ain't stopping. They remained consistent and if we want to have success in our lives in our relationships we have to understand the importance of being consistent it's vital to be consistent when you are a consistent person when you think about your relationships with your family in your marriage with your children consistency builds trust and security I can't trust a person that's not consistent I don't know about you See, consistency builds trust and security. That means when a person follows through on their word, you are more likely to put your trust and your security in them. You ever had somebody give you their word and they didn't pull, follow through? Anybody ever gone through that? So the next time you're thinking about reaching out to that person, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? You're like, they're not gonna come through again. See, that's the thing, when you don't keep your word, that creates instability. Inconsistency leads to uncertainty. People don't know. You up one day, the next day, you're not happy. One day you're moody, the next day you're in it, the other day you're not. Uh, uh, one day you really want to go after that dream that God gave you, the next day you're saying it's not for me, and then the next day you want to you wanna do it again, and, and then and one day you break up, and then the next day you make up. And see, these instabilities create uncertainty, and they bring stress in your life. So it's important and vital to be consistent. When you are a consistent person, what it does, it builds personal responsibility. Because if you want other around you to be consistent, that you are accountable to that to say, I have to be consistent myself. When you are a consistent person, and by the way, you're going to hear me say the word consistent about three, four, five hundred times throughout this message, so just bear with me. Consistency builds your personal reputation. When somebody is consistent, that makes, that makes you confident in that person. When someone is consistent, that makes you want to follow their lead. It, it, they have a testimony. They have a reputation of being somebody that's, that's worth counting on somebody that you can lean on and here is the big problem and we all have this problem how many would be totally honest I'll be the first to lift my hand how many know that it's difficult to be consistent 
I mean, one day you so hype, you say, I got my, I got my meal plan set. I, 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 listen, I'm going to go in 2018. I'm going to get my, my beach body right. We're already approaching August. You're going to get your fall body right or, or, or your winter body right. Uh, you say, I'm going to get my meal plan together. I'm going to go in. And you hype and you excited. You got all your, your resistant bands and your weights and you got, you ready, you got your membership on deck. And then you go in and that first day you're running and you, you, you in your head you're visualizing what you want to look like and what's the first picture you're going to take of yourself you know the before you is just like real sad the before and then the after you have you smiling right anybody know is it just me I've done that just me all right all right just me that's all right I'm gonna preach to myself uh, and, and, but then you know the next week comes around and y'all know we get tired you know, your boy, your girl hitting you up. You gonna join me for the gym? You're like, uh, 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 I gotta stay uh, late after work today. See, that they got me doing overtime, and then after that, I gotta do the double overtime and then the graveyard shift. Uh, uh, I can't make it out today. See, consistency is a difficult thing. You say, man, I'm going to have my prayer life together. I'm going st- to pray every day. I'm going to have my daily devotion. And then, and then you're excited that first day. You get your verse in. You're telling everybody about the verse that God spoke to you. You're telling everybody. And you start for you first start coming to church. And you're super excited. You want to get involved in everything. But then when life hits you, it's difficult. You come into church, uh well, today, see what's going on. And you have, you have to try to figure out what excuse, because you don't got one. You didn't have one on the deck. You know, usually we have excuses on deck. <laughs> I'm just talking to myself. You know, when you got excuses on deck, you'd be like, as soon as they tell me, I'm going to just pull this card out. But, but sometimes, sometimes you don't have it prepared and you're making a scenario up. See, what happened was uh, I was driving and a deer hit my car. And... <laughs> But see, when you're a consistent person, it builds a reputation. It's a struggle to be consistent. Why is it, why is it difficult, Pastor, to be consistent? I'm so glad that I asked. The reason it's difficult to be consistent is because we have too many distractions around us. When you have too many distractions and things pulling you from all sorts of direction, it makes your focus more difficult to narrow down. Uh, 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 see, you have, to, you have to be mindful that in order for you to be consistent, there must be repetition. In order for you to be consistent, there must be dedication and commitment. And that makes it difficult when you are not totally committed within your mind that you will pursue that, that you will do that thing. Uh, uh, consistency is this. Can you give me a second, brother? Please, get out the way. Praise the Lord. I love you, brother. I love you. Uh, see, consistency is this. Y'all not going to show me love for that? Come on. I just, yeah. <laughs> By the way, that's all I know how to play. That's all I, I just, I just, I just, I just know how to fake it. You know what I'm saying? I know how to. Tell me to, ask me to play something else. That's all I know how to play. There's no depth because. I'm not consistent. I don't practice. I don't invest my time into this. I love it. 
I can fake it. I can act like I play a mean piano. But see, when you practice, when you invest time, Listen, now you're getting disrespectful. When you pour time into this, when you are able to look past your feelings of, I don't want to do it today, when you're able to put your feelings aside and say, I am committed to this, even though I don't feel like it, because commitment is doing what you said you would do long after the mood leaves you. When you're in the mood, you say yes to everything, but real commitment says, even when I don't feel like it. Go ahead, do See, you're disrespectful when you do that. I don't like when you do that. He's just showing off right there. It's repetition. Consistency, you need to be dedicated. And so today, I want to give you three points that I want you to write down about consistency because my prayer is that we become people that will not just be uh, uh, um, uh, uh, people that say things but don't follow through. People that one day sign up for something and then we don't, we don't, we're not consistent. And I want it to be, I want us to be consistent. Why is it important? to be consistent, and and we're in the family series because your wife, husband, needs your consistency. Wife, your husband needs your consistency. Parents, your children need your consistency. For us as a church family, our community the ones that are not in this room, we're close to 24,000 people in, our, in the Greenbelt area. 24,000 people that we need to reach. Matter of fact, this is their church and they don't even know it. We're going to get them somehow, some way. We're going to get them in these doors. If we are not consistent as a church family in living what we say we believe, then we will fail them. And we need to reach them through our consistency. In the Bible, you are not going to find the word consistency. Because the, the, the word was written in ancient Greek and, and ancient Hebrew and some parts in Aramaic. So you're not going to find the word consistent. That's more of our modern language. So the word that you're going to find that's closely tied to consistency is a word called faithfulness. Faithfulness. When you are faithful, you are reliable. When you are faithful, you are consistent. You are steadfast. You are unwavering. You are unchanging. And so the Bible often talks about what it means to be faithful, what it means to be consistent. And I want to give you this first point about consistency and why this is important to us. The first thing I want to share with you is that consistency, when you are consistent, it honors God. The Bible says in Matthew 25, verse 21, his master replied, well done, good and perfect servant. Do we have it up? Well done, good, and perfect. Is that what it says? Oh, it says, well done, good, and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share your master's happiness. See, the Oftentimes we struggle with being consistent and we, and, we, and we fail to realize that consistency honors God and what God desires is not so much perfection. People say, you know what, I, I'm just going to give up on my faith. I'm just going to give up. Praise the Lord. I'm getting too excited over here. 
I'm not consistent with holding my water bottle. We often say, I'm gonna give up on my faith. I'm gonna give up on the dreams that God gave me. I'm gonna give up on these because I, I, I'm not there yet. I'm not perfect. But, but I wanna let you know that God is not seeking perfection out of you. That's his job to perfect you. That's his job to sanctify you through his Holy Spirit. What God desires out of you is not perfection, but progress. That means that even when you stumble, even when you fail, God is saying, I'm cheering for you, I'm rooting for you. I want you to get back up and remain consistent, remain faithful, get yourself up because I know you can do it. You know when Kalea was taking her first steps, whenever she would fall, uh, parents, y'all remember when your baby was taking those first steps? You remember, and you used to see them fall and you wouldn't help them up, why? Because they, themselves, they would just get up and they would keep going and their legs would be wobbly and they'll fall again, but you knew that that each time that they fell and they got back up, what it was doing, it was strengthening their muscles. And the more they kept doing it, the stronger they became. And so here is the thing. Oftentimes, we give up on our faith, not realizing that God is honored when we're consistent. Not, listen, we will have moments where we are challenged, we'll find difficulties, we will, we will go through opposition, and sometimes we'll feel like we're falling. But what God wants is for after every time that you fall down, he wants you to get back up because God is honored when he sees you he said you know what my baby tripped and fell there but I just want to see it. I'm rooting for you I know that you can do it and I want to declare to somebody today that said I've fallen and I want to give up but I'm declaring to you that when you pick yourself up and you say even though I don't have the strength even though I don't know how I'm gonna do it even though I don't have the knowledge I'm still gonna give it my best effort I'm gonna try again I'm gonna fight again I'm gonna get myself back up I'm gonna to be faithful even though I don't have it all together when you have that mindset it honors God God is looking at you when you fall you trip you make mistakes but when you get yourself back up when you repent when you learn your lesson from 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 when you get the blessing out of the lesson when you when you seek what what, what God was trying to teach you in that moment you fell when you embrace the, 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 the lesson out of that situation God is saying I am honored when you do that we will go through moments in life where we will feel like we are falling. We will feel like we are not uh, getting to the status of perfection, but what God wants is patience out of you. Did you know that that's what God is teaching you in moments where we're struggling with consistency? God wants to teach us patience. He wants to teach you persistence. He wants progress and not perfection. When we submit and surrender our lives to the Holy Spirit, that's, the Holy Spirit empowers us, gives us the grace, gives us the strength that we need to overcome. Your step, catch this, catch this, catch this. Because oftentimes, we feel like we need to understand before we take another step. Our job is not to understand, it's to obey. Even when I don't fully understand it, I will live by faith anyways. Even when I feel weak, I'm still gonna take another step of faith. Even when I feel like I'm in the dark right now and I feel like God is silent, I wanna declare to you that even though you feel like God is silent, that doesn't mean that he's absent in your situation. He is present, he wants to see you take another step even though you don't have nothing else to give. Say God, you gotta cry out and say God, give me that extra strength that I need so I can keep going and take another step. I don't 
feel like loving my husband and, 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 and then the Holy Spirit will give you strength and then you begin to love. I don't feel like loving my wife. I don't feel like I have it in me to pour into my kids. And you call to the Holy Spirit. He enables you to take another step. See, consistency is not, is not a full stride. Sometimes consistency may look like a small inch that you made progress in. Some days you'll have tremendous amount of fight to give. Some days you'll, you'll feel like you could take down, you could tear mountains apart. You, some days you'll feel that way, but then there are other days where you just, sometimes you just take another step. But consistency says, even though it's a small step, I'm still gonna take a step anyways. Let me give you the second thing. Consistency honors your relationships. When you are a consistent person, that honors your relationships. The Bible says in Psalm chapter one, verse one through three, blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law, meditates on his word consistently, practicing, it says day and night, repetition, that person is like a tree planted by streams of water, which yields fruit in its season, and whose leaf does not wither, whatever they do prospers. When you are rooted, when you are planted with your relationship with God, rooted in the church, when you are connected, that will, that will enable you to, to produce fruit. And what does fruit look like? Fruit, Galatians chapter five, we talked about it last week. We talked about the fruit of the spirit, which is patience, love, kindness, joy, all these things that's listed in Galatians chapter five. That's the fruit of the spirit. When you are planted, connected, rooted in your relationship with God, the Bible says you are like a tree that's planted by streams of water, yields fruit in season, and your leaf does not wither, and whatever you do prosperous. When you are consistently planted on God's word, consist consistently seeking God's presence, consistently in God's word, it will make you bear fruit. And who will benefit from that? All of your relationships will benefit when you are planted and rooted in that way. I've never met a praying man or a man of God or a woman of God or young people that are, that are serving the Lord with all of their hearts and people, people uh, uh, around them, whether it's their spouse or whether friends connected to them, upset because it's made them uh, worse than they were before. Whenever I've met people that begin to really plant themselves in the church and really get connected in a healthy way to God, everybody around them says, I'm seeing great things out of their lives. Husband, when you begin to see God in your praying man, it's gonna make you a better husband. Wife, when you are connected and planted to God, it will make you a better wife. When you are planted and rooted, it will make you a better leader, a, a better business person, a better friend. Whenever you are a person that is consistently seeking God, it will always make you better and your relationships will benefit from that. We're talking about family. It's amazing when you, when you are uh, providing that stability or that consistency to the people around you in your life in regards to your spiritual life. What I mean by that is, it's amazing when I get to see my baby daughter and as soon as, if I say the word, let's pray, you see her already ready to pray. Why? Because she's consistently seeing us pray. She's consistently 
praying along with us. If you are modeling instability, you win it one day, the next day you're not. What you are modeling is instability and inconsistency is okay to your relationships. But I'm declaring that out of this place, we will have people that are truly committed to God. We will have people that were truly, can I tell you, we live in an unstable world. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Y'all watch the news, y'all see what's going on on social media? We are living in an unstable world. We need people that are rooted and that are consistent and that are faithful because when you do that, the world will benefit. Your friends will benefit. Your community will benefit from that. God is honored when you're consistent. Your relationships are honored when you're consistent. This third thing, I want you to write this down. You honor yourself when you're consistent. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. That's that word, consistency. Suffering produces it. Perseverance produces character and character hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Can I tell you, you will never regret being consistent. You will never regret it. If you talk to, I've had, I've, I've had conversations with people coming towards the end of their life, whether it's older folks, I've, I've been put in those scenarios when I'm having conversations with people as they're coming towards the end of their life. And I don't know why I, I, I get to ask the question and I say, you know what, if you could do things differently, you know, not that I want you to regret it, not that I want you to feel bad about anything, I just, I just want, as you're coming, I always get that curiosity. What would you do different as you look back at your life? And it's, I always hear more times than not, I wish I had spent more time with my family. I wish I would have told people that I love them more. I wish I would have appreciated people around me more. When you're consistent, you will never regret it. I know you told your family you love them yesterday, but today's a new day. Tell them again today. Consistency. <laughs> she know I love her, man. I ain't got to. No, brother. Tell her today. Can I tell you what's very dangerous? Can I, can I, can I keep it real with y'all? Are y'all still with me? Am I helping anybody out today? All right. Um, can I tell you what's dangerous in relationships is when you become too familiar with the people around you. It's dangerous. You can have the best thing in the world right beside you with your friends, your family, your job, your relationship. You can have the greatest thing on earth, but when you become too familiar, you become used to something. You become too comfortable with something that you no longer value or honor that. And I always have, it doesn't fail that when people start losing it, that's when they, Lord, I need help. Oh, y'all never done that. Praise the Lord. <laughs> as soon as they start seeing that they're losing that person, that's when, Pastor, I really need to sit down with you, Pastor. I know I've never spoken to you. I come to church and I try to dip as quick as I can. Uh, I don't want to talk to anybody. But as soon as they feel like they're losing the best thing that they had, <laughs> I 
I don't want to live my life that way. I know I got the best thing on earth right here. So every day, baby, you so beautiful. I love you more than anything in the world. I know I told you already a hundred times today, but I'm going to tell you a hundred and one times because I want to be consistent and never regret it. I'm going to help somebody out today. My friends know I love them. No, don't become so familiar with them that you don't tell them how much you love them. I probably drive my family crazy how much I tell them I love them and how often I say thank you to them. I'd rather drive you crazy of how many times I say thank you to you than regret the fact that I never thanked you for everything you've done for me. And on that note, can I tell you I love all of you and I appreciate you all. The fact that you're a part of this church, I love you guys so much. Like from the bottom of my heart, I mean that. And just in case I didn't throw that out there and I missed to say that. Because you, I can't take this for granted. You know, oftentimes, can you imagine if we weren't consistent as a church? One day you got ready, your family ready, and you know how much of a hassle that is to get your kids ready. And you come over here and then you come up and the doors are locked and nobody's up in here. I'm going to help somebody out today. I'm feeling this. Can you imagine you just showed up here and us as a church, we weren't consistent that day because we said, man, we've been doing service Sunday after Sunday. Don't become familiar with what happens here because every week there's a new blessing for you. Every week you say, you know what, I went to service last week, but I'm going to go again because there might be something that I'll get this week that I didn't get that week because there's something new that God wants to speak to me. There's something new that God wants. Don't become familiar with God's presence because you say, you know what, I've already prayed. I didn't feel it. I already read the word. I didn't get anything out of it. No, say, I'm going to try again. I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to go after it one more time because it might be that time that I get what I've been asking for. Sometimes you give up too soon. Consistency says, I'm going to keep on going. Can I get, help me out. The journey of, of 10,000 miles, it always begins with one step. I'm like, what's going on here? Mario, God uses you tremendously. The way you carried that, brother, that was amazing. This is what I want to, I, I want to, I want to be fulfilled. I want to reach what I've been believing for. I want to see my, my, my family be fruitful. I want to see them be healthy. You got to feel that thing. You're saying, how in the world do I do it? You're saying, God, that ain't it. That ain't enough. God's saying, you got all you need. But the thing is, see, in order to feel that, you've got to keep trying. You've got to keep doing it. And sometimes this is how it is in life. You got the strength and you say, all right, I'm going to keep going. I'm going I'm to I'm do my best and I'm going to keep putting my energy into it. I'm speaking to somebody who's sitting on their dreams because you, have, you went after it and you didn't get the immediate answers that you were seeking. 
And so you saw a little progress, but then you didn't, you didn't get all the way there. And so you say, this is not for me. I'm not called to, and you begin to live by fear. You begin to say, you know what? I, I, I look at my flaws. I'm not called to that. I don't, I don't have the intelligence. I don't have the capability. And God is saying, no, no, you have it in you. You just have to keep going. You have to keep taking steps every day. You have to keep fighting every day. You got it in you. The, the spirit of the Lord is within you. All the strength that you need is within you. The power that you need is within you. God, I'm getting tired. I've been at it already long enough. I don't see that it's getting filled. And God is saying, keep going at it one more time. Just keep fighting because the more that you do it, the more that you're going to get filled. And the more that you're consistent, the more your blessing is going to be filled. The more your family is going to be healthy. I wish I had somebody in this place. That would say, even though it wasn't immediate, I'm going to keep on trying. Even though I've had to shed tears after this dream, after my family, I'm going to fight some more. Because God is not finished with my family yet. God is not finished with my marriage yet. God is not finished with my dreams yet. God is not finished with my friends yet. You see, you got to be consistent. And the people that benefit from you taking that step. I made a mess over here, Brother Reese. Praise the Lord. I'm sorry, brother. Because you're going to have to clean this up, my Lord. I'm going to help you. I'm going I'm to do it. Too, too, too often people give up when they were just at the beginning. When they were halfway. When they were three-fourths of the way. You've got to keep going. This week, what do I want you to do? All right, Pastor, I got all of this. How do I start this? Begin with one step. What's one thing you can do? I want you to reflect on this as I'm speaking it. What's one thing you can do this week that you know you should be consistent in? I just want you to pick one thing. I don't want you to get overwhelmed with a thousand things you need to do. For this week, pick one thing and say, this week, I'm going to be consistent with this. This week, I'm going to be consistent with spending time with my family. This week, I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to go to the gym. I've had a membership for three years, and I, that's it, I'm paying $10.99. And, and you just, like sometimes it just makes us feel good that we got the membership. We're not using it, but the fact that we got it. Uh, this week, I, I, you know, I need to be consistent with my prayer. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to pray consistently. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a verse a day this week. Just one thing and make a plan for it. Say at this hour, this day, create space for it in your life, in your schedule for you to implement and do that which you know you need to be consistent in. I just want you to pick one thing. As a matter of fact, as I'm speaking this, I want you, if you're writing notes, I want you to write it down as I'm speaking to you. What's the one thing that you're going to do this week? that you're going to be consistent in. I'll give you a second. You know what it is. This week, just one thing. This is what I'm going to focus on. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pray more this week. I'm going to read the Bible more. You know what? I've, I've been sitting on, on a business, a venture, a book. I ha- I've had this dream for years, and I'm not doing it. I haven't recorded. I haven't, I haven't done my podcast. I haven't done my video. I haven't done this. I haven't done that. Whatever it is that you know you need to do, focus on one thing this week and be consistent every day take a little step progress progress progress
Once again, much love and appreciation for listening to today's message. I'm so glad that you've been a part of the listening experience. But let me tell you, there's nothing like the live experience. It cannot be explained, only experienced. And so I encourage you to come out on a Sunday so you can listen to the messages live and be a part of a wonderful atmosphere within family and within community. You can find more information about our gatherings on our website at myhopecenter.org. Also, make sure to follow us. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Our handle is at my hope center i also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast so that you get notified as soon as we upload content make sure to share it with your friends and your family there's someone that you know that could really benefit from these messages so make sure to spread the word about what's happening here on the hope huddle podcast so again i hope to see you soon until then peace love and god bless